The Underdog Sports Podcast Network presents Hang Time, a pro basketball podcast. Welcome to the Hang Time Podcast. I'm Will Poznan. My co-host joining us from Istanbul, Turkey, is New York Liberty Center, Kia Stokes. Hey. And my other co-host, New York comedian, joining us from Las Vegas, Nevada, is Eagle Wit. Yo. And uh, I was thinking we could start by talking about something we've talked a bunch about on this podcast that has finally uh, ended, which is the Jussie Smollett saga. Uh, He was cleared of all charges. And Kia, does does him being cleared of these charges, does that affect how you see uh, what happened? Um, I mean, I guess it has to at this point. So if he got cleared, then I guess I was wrong. And You don't have to say that. You don't have to – If I mean, you, it's – do you feel like uh, he – I mean, I just think it still doesn't make sense. Like the whole thing, it just doesn't make sense. But they can't prove anything. You're innocent until proven guilty. So – that's how it I, is what it is. <laughs> that's why I thought too. Like they didn't no evidence came out that shows us he's innocent. They just couldn't show us he's guilty. I'm sure Eagle, you've probably been in that situation before where somebody couldn't prove you did something, but what you, the fuck? You never did <laughs> I just meant like a girl being Listen, like Dad, I want Whoa, whoa. I want to What? what? I want to retract all Will's statements for him. <laughs> You've never had uh, that with a girl? I don't know what where, he's talking about. You've never had that what? with a girl where it's like, you cheated, and it's like, okay, prove it. Okay, oh, then. You've never had that? Cheating. Oh, just... okay, I guess with cheating makes it sound a little bit better. Yeah, uh, well, when you don't cut people off accusatorially, things can sound a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, when the, when the thing I cut off doesn't sound accusatory. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified of that statement in the beginning. Um, <laughs> so, Eagle, tell us. Let's kill your career real quick. No, um, but what what do you think, Eagle, of uh, him getting cleared? I think I'm always happy to see a black man who's guilty get off innocent. Let's go. <laughs> this is OJ version two. Let's go, baby. Oh wow, <laughs> that's tr- well. There is. We all know OJ did it, but that nigga's innocent. So yeah. Funny. No, he said he was the gay Tupac. I guess he's the gay OJ. He's the gay OJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I don't know. It. I mean, for me, it reminded me of, like, when I got caught, like, uh, well, not caught, but, like, I was cheating on a test in, like, in middle school, and they couldn't prove I was cheating, and they asked my teachers, they were like, uh, do you think this kid would cheat on this test? And four of them, I heard, like, a f- bunch of them said yes, and then a few said no, and they were like, oh, he, we'll just give him the benefit of the doubt, and I was like, well, I appreciate y'all saying no, but I did that shit, you know? <laughs> Cheating in middle school, really? Yeah, on quizzes, you can't look. I'm bad at Spanish, and I feel bad about it because it's like it's important to learn foreign languages if you can. Helps connect people, but I'm just really bad at it. I have no talent. I for cheated it. in middle school on math. On math, that was your week subject. Algebra was not my. Oh my god, bro, so bad. I had this kid named Chad who would always fucking help me cheat. <laughs> Way to go, Chad! Yeah, yeah, yo, stop the Chad. The, every, everything he's gotten in life is thanks to Chad getting him through seventh grade math. Also, I, yo, middle school was a cool time. I remember that same math class was the first time I ever saw a thong. There's this girl <laughs> that was sitting in front of me, and she had like, you know how like a thong could like sit above the jeans. Oh, I yeah, I'm, no, I'm aware. Yeah, it would sit like <laughs> above the jeans, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like, it was like the biggest thing to me. Like it was like a world changer. So, so Kia, you never, uh, you never cheated in middle school to bring it back there. You know, what's funny is last episode, I think we were talking about, or no, two episodes ago, we were talking about, um, people taking the SATs for athletes. And now we're, me and Eagle are admitting to having cheated in school and you're like about to call the hall monitor. <laughs> Listen, I would say I never cheated in middle school and I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah. Um 
So moving from Jussie Smollett to basketball, uh, in the last week or so, Devin Booker had two 50-point games. I know Eagle's really excited about it. Let's talk about it, baby. <laughs> Eagle, how, how high do you think this uh, Devin Booker bandwagon can fly? Very high. Let me explain something. He dropped 70 last year, and it was very overlooked. <laughs> and, I mean, come on. How many people have dropped 70 in the NBA? Less than five. 100% less than five. Yeah. I mean, and he was, what, 21? No one's ever done it at 21. That's true. No, I think so, 70 is just four people, I think. It's Wilt, MJ, and yeah. Kobe. Yeah, that's less than five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Devin Booker. Here we go with the math. No, no, MJ never dropped 70. Yeah, let's call Chad real quick and get him to confirm. (laughs) But MJ never dropped 70. No, oh, yeah, he had 63 against the Celtics. He never had 70, right? And that was it. Never 70. It's literally just Will, Kobe, and Devin Booker and David Robinson. David Robinson dropped 70? Yeah, he had like 71. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, but it's just them. And Devin Booker was 21. It puts him in a different class. He's a better scorer than them at that age. So, do you think it makes a difference that he's not on a good team? So, like, he got I the think, green light. He can do whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think when he gets hot, he gets hotter than everybody in the NBA, arguably on the same level as Clay Thompson. Okay. I think when he gets hot, he's just a different type of player than anybody else in the NBA. I think I don't think he's a pure scorer the way like Kevin Durant is, or like Iverson was, or like. Jordan or Wilt Chamberlain or some of these players or Kobe, but I think he gets hotter than everybody I just named. I think when he gets hot, it's crazy. So do you think that when he, uh, do you think that he will grow into being more consistent like Kevin Durant or just grow into being Clay or someone like that? I think so. He's averaging 26 this year, which is high as fuck for a 22 year old. Yeah. Um, You know, 26.5 26.5 is not to be overlooked in my eyes. I mean, uh, he's a scorer. He's definitely a scorer. But is he putting up these numbers on a different team? I think so. I think I think as he gets older, he will. I think if you put stars around him, he'd still be the number one scorer on the team. Hmm. That would be interesting to see, but I don't think – That would be – yeah, I just don't think they're going to let him go anywhere. So I wonder who they can get. Well, they could draft Phoenix. stars. I mean, there are – those top two guys in the draft, a lot of people said they don't want them on Phoenix just because they think Phoenix is, like, spoiled because they've had a bunch of number one picks and high up picks. But I would love to see either of those top two guys on Phoenix. That'd be real interesting. Yeah, I agree. It it might be – uh, it might get a little crowded with Aiden and Zion there. I would love to see John that team, even though I'm kind of hoping John ends up on the Wizards. <laughs> Man, you and them wizards. Well, I look if Eagles gonna buy Devin Booker stock, I have to get my John. Mar- well, I feel like I've already bought a lot of John Morant stock. Um, so I kind of honestly, honestly, I'd like to see uh, Morant with Phoenix only because I think it's a better fit for Booker. Like I think if you put Zion with Booker, it's a little bit of too much spread in the love between two you know ball dominant players, and I think you put R.J. Barrett with Booker. They're basically the same player. I mean, they're 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 lanky guys who kind of create for themselves. And then if you put John Morant, at least he's so fucking like he's such a pass first point guard, even though he could score. I think he'd actually fit well with Devin Booker, and he'd be the strongest backcourt in the NBA probably, like a young backcourt. Yeah, yeah. Something I get carried away now. <laughs> <laughs> the strongest, the Warriors, no more. <laughs> But right. but yeah, how high? Well, do you, the strongest young backcourt. How yeah, yeah. how high do you think uh, Devin? Like, what do you think could be his uh, career apex? Do you think he could be first team All NBA, a Finals MVP? How how good do you think he can be? I think he could be uh, first team NBA. I think he could be the best player in the NBA at some point. I think he'd be MVP. But I don't. I can't see him being Finals MVP because I just can't see Phoenix winning like that much. You can see him be an MVP of the league, though. <laughs> yeah. What? The, the way that the way losers do it, the way like Kobe did it that one year when he lost, the way Iverson did it when he lost. Sometimes you just lose and you still become MVP. I think Phoenix could learn to win. Actually, I like their coach. I think that uh, they just need one more. They need a they need a leadership guy. Like they have a lot of guys who are willing to 
you know, play hard and everything, but they don't have a guy who will who will lead them as of right now. I think Trevor Ariza was supposed to be that for this year, and then he was like, I'm on a one-year contract. Why would <laughs> I? <laughs> right. Um, but so Eagle, very high on Devin Booker. The uh, NBA GMs and coaches recently voted on who they thought the top sophomores in the league were, and I'm going to give you the list, Kia, and, t- and tell me what you think of this list. They had... Number one, they had Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, who'd they have? Okay. So number one, they had Ben Simmons. Number two, they had uh, Donovan Mitchell. Number three, they had uh, Jason Tatum. And number four, they had De'Aaron Fox. What Do you uh, agree with that list? How would you change it, if at all? Um, I agree with it. I mean, who was third, you said? Jason Tatum. Yeah, I'd agree with that list. Okay. I don't think you can really change much. I mean, uh, yeah, like Ben Simmons got to be first. I feel like he's incredible what he does. I mean, they say he's not a sophomore, but whatever. He's only played yeah, in actual games for two years. But other than that, like, yeah, I would agree. I don't think you can really change it. Okay. Uh, Eagle, do you agree as well? Because I have a completely different list in my in my head. Really? I agree. You agree too. Okay, well, I'll give you guys a gang up uh opportunity to gang <laughs> up on me right now. My list would be Darren Fox number 1. Um uh, number 2, I would put either Tatum or uh Simmons, probably Simmons, and then Tatum and then I would have Mitchell fourth. And I like all those guys a lot. I just think Darren so Fox. So why yeah, why is he first? Uh I look at what John Wall did in his best season, and I go, what if John Wall, like, prioritized the team winning above everything? And John Wall was great when he was an all-star. Like, people forget, but there is a little bit of, like, with Darren Fox, I go, what if it was, like, this John Wall-Tony Parker hybrid guy, but then he also was able to control the game the way Chris Paul does control the flow of the game like that's what I look at as like the best case scenario and I I mean of all those guys if you just look at who they're surrounded by I mean Ben Simmons has Embiid uh, Tatum has Kyrie Donovan Mitchell has Rudy Gobert if you put any one of those three guys with Darren Fox that team's a playoff team and they're probably getting out of the first round I mean he just doesn't have the help those other guys have. And he has some help, and he makes everybody on that team better. But we were talking about Buddy Heald as a you know fringe all-star, and that doesn't happen without elite, elite point guard players. I mean, you look at Phoenix. No one was talking about – Devin Booker wasn't an all-star. Like, you give Devin Booker a point guard at the same level of Darren Fox, he's probably having a better season than, like, Buddy Heald percentages-wise. So I have a lot of faith in Darren Fox. Probably too much. I think you're biased. Why? Yeah, me too. <laughs> because because almost every episode we've had, you've somehow brought up Darren Fox. Look, man, when the whole NBA Darren Fox. when the when the whole NBA is wearing karate headbands, you'll know that it's Darren Fox's leak. Like eight guys wear it now, and I don't understand it. Just as a sports apparel move, like it doesn't get sweat. It just kind of looks cool for a moment. Uh... Yeah, what? <laughs> do you? What do you think of the Your argument? Is fashion? Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? Uh, no, I'm saying I don't like the karate headband move, but I also think that uh, you know a lot of guys are noticing Darren Fox and noticing how well he's playing. That's who I mean. That's who I would have. What about the argument of if you put Joel Embiid with De'Aaron Fox, that team is a a great team, and he hasn't gotten to play with a guy of that caliber. I mean, just because he's a better fit doesn't mean he's a better player. Yeah, but I'm <clears> saying <throat> the kid- Ben Simmons is a franchise player. Like you could put Ben Simmons on the team and build around him. Yeah, but you put De'Aaron Fox on the team, you're not building around him. Why not? Why can't you build around De'Aaron Fox? He's not a. I mean, not yet. At least he's not a star yet. He's not like he doesn't. Like, Ben Simmons, you have to, like, really develop a game plan against Ben Simmons. Like, he's a 6'10 point guard who gets everything done. The only problem is he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. 
but he gets everything else done, and he's a huge like person just to be at that position. Yeah, which changes the game. I wonder how much well, of Ben Simmons being such a bigger star than the other three guys is like him being with Clutch, him dating a Jenner, and all that stuff. Like he's great, but eh, his numbers are—I don't know if his numbers are way better than De'Aaron Fox's. They're they're a little better. You sound like a he's hater. Almost averaging a triple double. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Yeah, this is insanity. But De'Aaron Fox is averaging like nineteen and nine, like. I don't know. And I guess Ben Simmons is averaging what, Bro, like 16? I just looked up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's hear their exact numbers and then. Yeah, I just pulled up my NBA app. Darren Fox is averaging 17.5 points per game, 3.8 rebounds per game, 7.2 assists per game, 1.7 steals per game. Oh, that was okay. a little generous. <laughs> Did you write that down? Did you write that down, Will? I wrote down 17 and what was uh, this? Seven. A 7 point, 17 seven. and 7. Okay, those sounds like a future star in the making, sure. For sure, for sure. I mean, they all are, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, 17 points a game, 7.8 assists per game, 9 rebounds per game. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he's better. He's, like, <laughs> way better. He's averaging damn near a triple-double. Yeah, but he's not even a real rookie anymore, so <laughs> I just go oh, back to that. Boy, he's a sophomore. He's, a, he's not even a... <laughs> Real sophomore, he got to no, yeah. Uh, but there's an element of who are you picking going forward because Darren Fox had a really rough rookie year and now he's playing great. And if he improved, like Giannis's rookie numbers were like, uh, he wasn't the rookie year; he was like barely first team all rookie. But they were such an improvement over him playing rec league basketball in Greece or whatever. That people are like, oh my god, this guy's trajectory, he's going to be insane. And then his sophomore year, junior, like, do they say junior year for the NBA? I don't think they do. <laughs> I mean, I do agree Darren Fox is, like, uh, whatchamacallit, his uh, trajectory is crazy. But you got to look at it like this. Like, if Ben Simmons just learns how to hit a jump shot, he's LeBron. Like, this thing is, like, unstoppable if he can just hit a jump shot. That's true. Yeah, he's just one thing away from being the best player in the NBA. I do think it's overblown when they're like, oh, he, he just needs a jump. Like, it's really hard to add a jump shot. Like, everybody points to guys like Kawhi and Paul George that did it. But for every guy like that, there's a guy like Michael K. Gilchrist or Tony Allen that, you know. LeBron kind of did it. LeBron used to have no shot. He's kind of got mm-hmm. a shot now. Yeah, but he had a free. I guess Ben Simmons has a free throw, too. So that's a good indicator. But, uh it's really hard to do. I mean, guys like Michael K. Gilchrist would have made a hundred million more dollars in his career if he just added a jump shot, and he just couldn't. When people drafted Justice Winslow, they're like, "He's gonna add a jump shot and be great," and it's it's not easy. So, do you think the Sixers have a chance against the Warriors? Let's say they make it to the finals. Do you think the Sixers are fucking with the Warriors? Well, here's the other problem I think for Ben Simmons's game is I think they're good enough to win a championship with the way he is right now, and so when you have that, sometimes guys don't get better. Like. I think uh, I get what you're saying. this current Sixers team, I think Embiid is the only guy on the Sixers team, too, that looks at where he's at and goes, I need to be twice as good. I don't see that from anyone else on that team. And they're all really talented guys, so I get it. But Embiid's the only one who I think everybody on that team wants to win. They're all winners, but he's the one who enjoys stepping on people's throats. I mean, I disagree. I feel okay. like as an elite player, you understand what you need to work on, and I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think Simmons is the type to be content where where he's at. He knows everyone's talking shit about he's his. He's dating jump shot. the second knows, best Jenner. He <laughs> who gets who cares about that? But I'm saying if they gonna sag off you 20 feet, I don't think he's gonna like just be okay with that forever. Like eventually, he's gonna change something because he wants to be an elite player. I don't think he's a type to just be all right. Well, I'm good enough now, and we're doing pretty well. But no, nah, I don't think that's the especially not at this level. I don't think so. Well, do I you think, think he's definitely gonna work I, on it? Kia, I agree with my baby Kia. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, Kia, do you think that it's more likely that Ben Simmons will be LeBron Jr. or six foot seven Rondo? Which one would you think is more likely three years from now? Because I think Ben Simmons is gonna be, you know, elite, elite. But I just don't think he'll add the jumper. First of all, six I, foot ten Rondo. Is he 6'10"? <laughs> I'm just taking stats from him. I'm giving those inches to Deer and Fox. 
Um, I think, well, first of all, I think it's hard to classify anyone as a LeBron Jr., but if they're not going to guard you and they're going to sit under the rim, I think eventually you're going to have to change that. So I think, I mean, you can hit wide open jumpers, like at practice. I think why not just start shooting them in the game? I mean, he's been taking more threes. He just hasn't hit one yet. (laughs) Yeah. So it's coming. It's just, (laughs) it's coming. Yeah, can can Chad let us know how many threes he's taken? I think it's been under ten. I'm, for what it's worth, I think the comparisons to LeBron are a little bit weird, only because LeBron's stature is different than Ben Simmons. LeBron yeah. is like he's like a football player. He's like bodying people. Ben's kind of like a regular basketball type of body, like he's slim. But I think, but I think Ben makes up for that in height. Like Ben has like two inches on LeBron. Like Ben's really fucking tall. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of crazy to be a point guard. Like he's bigger than Magic was. Like he's tall. He's really tall. And he's, he's really, really fast. He moves well. Crazy handle. No, I I think said I said he's got a crazy handle. He's really got the best handle of anyone that size in the league. Like better handle than LeBron. Better handle than Giannis. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll look real stupid for. I also. Uh, I think Tatum, yeah. You also think James Harden is a great defender. Well, so. that I mean, I feel like that is a situation where I'm going to look really smart in the playoffs <laughs> and when I'm proving. That's but crazy. I think That's Tatum's going to bounce back too. I think Tatum's had a bit of a rough year, but and I think Mitchell's great. I just think Tatum is going to be better than Mitchell three years from now. But we'll see. Wait, 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 wait a second though. Well, the question wasn't who's going to be the best sophomores in ten years. Question is who's the best sophomores now? Oh, that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's going <laughs> to be a little bit harder for me to say Darren Fox then. Um, but I, I think that uh, I if if that's the question, then I guess I agree. I would put Fox over Tatum, so I would just flip those two because Tatum's having a bit of a sophomore slump. But yeah, so that's a little bit different of a list for me then. I'd put Fox over Tatum, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely would keep Donovan Mitchell number, uh, what, number two behind Ben Simmons. I would keep him number two. Donovan Mitchell's dope. Uh, yeah, no, he is. Great. He is. He really is. And people didn't think that when Gordon Hayward left Utah, they were going to be this good again this quick. But he's a big part of why they are. He's like such a big part of their offense for only being a sophomore. He's the best scorer out of everybody we just named. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, well, I mean, on the, unless Tatum's on his shit. When Tatum's on his shit, he's pretty dope. On on that note of agreement, let's go into <laughs> the murky waters that are the most interesting story of the last week, I think. Um, so, Cardi B volunteered. I knew it. Yeah, Cardi. I'm so mm. curious how this goes. But uh, Cardi B volunteered the information that when she was uh before she was famous she would often go home with dudes from the strip club in some kind of like prostitutorial situation and then she would roofie their drinks and steal their stuff and leave and uh let's let's start with eagle on this one um eagle when you saw this story, what were your first reactions? Um, it wasn't much of a reaction. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, here's the thing: is like, first of all, I want to address this. Um, I kind of like this new idea of snitching on yourself before <laughs> anybody else can. You know, why have your victims come out when you could just snitch on yourself first? I like that. She kind of took the ball into her own hands. Like, she took control of the situation. And I kind of like that. And she did it with swagger. She was like, yeah, I drugged and robbed niggas. Like, what's up? I was a stripper. <laughs> like, okay. Like, she did it so confident that I think people got a little confused. Like, people were like, I don't even know if we're allowed to be upset about this. It kind of seems like she just made it seem like it was a part of the profession. Like, yeah. Um, there's a double standard for sure. I definitely think a lot of women are completely acting like here's the thing that kills me i think and i'm going to generalize here but what kills me a lot of times when it comes to you know feminism and women and you know the whole dynamic is like 
women are, I'm a firm believer that women are just naturally more intelligent than us on a, you know, usually more intelligent than us on a emotional level. And just on any level, the more intelligent than us. I think, Kia, do you, you agree know, with that? To... Kia, do you agree that women are more intelligent than, than men? Oh, yeah. This podcast right, is, is probably case yeah. A in any. <laughs> no, I, I, I really do feel that way. I think women are more intelligent than us, especially emotionally. And I think the only time that we have to beat is sometimes we could actually set aside our emotions when they get more emotional <laughs> and they stop thinking and we continue to think. But even then, like, if they're thinking and we're thinking and we're both, like, in our heads, they're going to beat us. Like, women are smart. And here's the thing that kills me is, like, when these type of things happen, women will play dumb. And it's like, don't play dumb. You know this is a double standard. What, you know mm-hmm. if a dude was to do this. What did you see? What did you see that uh, that you would consider that? Like, what I mean, you... all of the social media chicks are just like, oh, it's not that big a deal. And it's like, if this was a dude, you would lose your mind over this. Well, yeah. okay. Well, I kind of agree with those girls on social. media. Here's why I think it's not as big of a deal, because a big part of something, you know, like something bad happening or a crime is how did it affect the victim? And if that happens to, if a, if that happened to a dude, like there's a giant difference between somebody drugging a girl's drink and then the girl being like, and I don't know what happened the night. Like I completely lost agency and a dude being like, yeah, so I brought Cardi B back to my apartment and then I was drinking my soda. And when I woke up, my TV was gone. Like, yeah, but here's the problem: is is you're reaching in different directions. One, she wasn't Cardi B back then. She True, was just a I know. Who had fucked up teeth? That's <laughs> one. Two, she also we're not comparing the concept of like Cosby raping and her robbing. We're not comparing that. People keep on adding that element in, and no dudes are saying, "Well, it's sure. equivalent to the rape." It's not. Yeah, we're yeah. not saying that. All we're saying is, if a dude genuinely Let's say a male stripper, because male strippers exist, and bitches bring home male strippers. It's a real thing. True. Let's say sure. a male stripper was drugging his females and robbing them, and then he became a big rapper. His career would be fucked if this came out. That's, you think so? Feel like that's ridiculous. A hundred percent. Well, I'm trying to imagine a male stripper like, turned I, rapper. I don't know. I'm like, are you serious? Like, do you know the world we live in? Dudes can't. We don't have that type of elasticity. We can't do things like that. And but, brag about it. Well, That's like crazy. a she big, but a big part of hip hop is being like, this is a safe space for me to admit to things that I did to survive. Like Biggie had that song where he said that he hooked up with a girl who's dating a guy in the Knicks. Guy in the Knicks comes home. He puts on a ski mask, uh, takes all of her money and jewelry to make, you know, because he wants the robbery to seem convincing. Like he doesn't want the girl well, to get in trouble. So he takes all her jewelry. Well, here's the thing is I'm not saying Cardi's career should be finished. I'm saying we should be able to admit that if it was a dude, he'd be facing more repercussions, one. And two, I think we should also be able to also see the difference between art and her literally just going on Instagram Live and saying something. Biggie made a song. This bitch was on live like, guess what I did? Like, that's not cool. That is I think the problem, I think the problem or the difference is that if a guy did the same thing that Cardi B did, I don't know if it'd be that much more, like, much worse than Cardi because I feel like when we associate guys drugging a girl, it always ends up with mm-hmm. rape or, like, something like that. But Cardi was just saying, like, nah, I just want your money. I want your stuff. Like, I just feel like a guy doesn't think like that like if uh, you hear a guy drugs a girl like you automatically think something else happened it's not like oh he's just taking her money i think that's like where the problem is that's a great point because lil wayne made that song that was about how he would send i mean it's not true but it's about how sending girls from the strip club home with dudes and then him and his friends rob the dude like he made oh that'd be happening though yeah but i'm saying lil wayne didn't do it lil wayne was not the person doing it that's what i'm saying but um, no, that'd be no, happening. Because he has a very recognizable voice. If Lil Wayne did that to me, I'd be like, okay, you can take, but can can we like play a game of Madden before? I feel like Lil Wayne would be down if he's like, you know. Wait, but Kia, what were you saying? <laughs> I was just saying like, if a dude did the same thing Cardi did, I mean, you think it's going to be an uproar and the guy's career is finished. I only think they would feel a type of way because they would assume there was something more than just the guy robbing the girl. Like, they would assume there was some... They would be like, sure, that's all he did was rob her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it'd be harder for him to come back from, like, 
the stigma that it had to be more, even if it was just he robbed her. He but would, I don't think if he did just rob her, I don't think his career would be over. He, he would, I just, well, I just I don't think, think so. I think there's an easy fix to all this. I think the dudes that got robbed, I'm sure they remember getting robbed <laughs> by Cardi. And that's not something you forget, especially when someone becomes famous and you're like, oh, I remember that fucking stripper. Like, unless they're embarrassed by it. Unless what? You're embarrassed. Like, I don't want nobody to know that was me. Like, they're not supposed to bring a stripper no, back. Like, I say, her for sex. Nobody wants to. If it was me, I'm coming out and I'm saying, Cardi, all is forgiven if you swing me 20 grand. Like, she's a millionaire. Fucking paid the niggas off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now I want it. Shit's out in the open now. She snitched on herself. So, yeah, I did it to you. Now what? I mean, can she really get in trouble? Like, can they can they file? She can't get in any trouble. No, she can't get in trouble. I mean, she could always just claim that she was doing this for entertainment. That is a tricky thing with Instagram Live. Is like, at the end of the day, it's still entertainers on an entertainment platform, and they can always fall back on that if people go. You know, but the thing is, I kind of like it because. It shows, like, middle America, which loves Cardi, the whole country loves Cardi. It kind of shows them a different side of life, what life can be like in America. It's like, I'm not, I don't necessarily agree with the whole concept of, like, I had to do what I had to do. Like, bitch, you could have got an extra job. Like, you didn't have to rob people. But <laughs> right. at the same time, I don't know, life sucks. Life's hard. Sometimes you got to do some extra shit. Like, fuck it. Like, I mean, look at all these rappers that sold drugs and, like, robbed niggas too. Like, Mike Tyson was a stick-up kid. Like, I mean, you know, you know, like, it's life. She was trying yeah. to get hers. And it's yeah, like, I don't I condone. Like kind of that. Yeah, I don't condone what she did. I think it's messed up. But at the end of the day, we never, we always knew Cardi isn't a saint, and she never was, and I'm sure she won't be. So I'm not surprised. It's just kind of like, damn, she really had to do that, or felt like she had to. Like that's kind of sad. But it's also sad knowing that there's other women out there that I feel like that they have to do that as well. Like that's what I that's yeah. what I took it as. Like, damn, she really had to do that or felt like she had to. She was in these streets. She never hid that she was a stripper. She never hid that she had to do stuff that she might not want to do. So to me, when I saw the story, I'm like, damn, that sucks. Sorry for the guys. Damn, Cardi, why you had to do that? But I'm like, I'm not the one out here paying for sex either. I mean, uh, to me, well, the, what, yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I saw, like, on a lot of, like, social media is, like, there was a lot of, like, the same chicks that don't like victim-blaming whenever they're, vic- like, the women are victims. They were kind of victim-blaming the dudes. And I was like, yeah, but, like, these dudes weren't getting her to come over so she could rob them. And also, if she's selling them dream of, I'm going to sell you some pussy, then she's just as at fault. Like, these dudes can't be blamed for getting robbed. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. No, you can't do that. They were like, oh, well, they brought home a stranger from the strip club. And it's like, yeah, because that's what dudes do. And strippers also go home with dudes and have sex with them. So, like, that would be part of the culture. That would be as crazy as, like, when a serial killer kidnaps a lady because she was, like, helping him move his her ca- uh, the couch into the van. Being like, well, why are you helping a stranger move a couch? It's like, because I didn't know they were Ted Bundy. That's why I helped them. Yeah. <laughs> Like, nobody expects a stripper to drug you. <laughs> like, that's crazy. The only thing I didn't like about the whole thing, because I actually liked Cardi admitting that she did this. Because at the end of the day, she did the thing whether she admits to it or not. So by admitting mm-hmm. to it, yeah. she can create a conversation around it. But the one thing I didn't like was as soon as it was out for 12 hours, they released a statement that you know wasn't written by her. And the statement said that... All of the dudes that Cardi drugged and robbed were conscious during the time in re- dating relationships with Cardi and consented to this. And it just makes no sense. <laughs> consented to be robbed? Yeah. The statement's That's like so they consented. And you just go, oh, this is a stupid people trap. Stupid people are like, see, Cardi's victims consented. What's that even mean? I, that doesn't even make sense. No, it yeah, was not. All right, let's go home. You can rob me. I'm with it. <laughs> like what? I mean, if that she is, was Cardi that's now, that's just giving money. That is some shit a dude could never pull off. Like, oh no, they consented to. I th- I do agree with you, Kia. If a dude ever did rob a girl like that, he would have to videotape the whole thing to show he was just robbing her. Because as soon as you say yeah. a guy drugged a girl, yeah. your mind doesn't go to. Oh, he probably just taking her money. Like, no, he's taking something else. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's got to protect himself if he wants to commit robbery. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I used to. You know what's so funny is now I'm thinking about it. So I used to know this stripper who was like a super feminist, 
and super like like into the Me Too movement and honestly accused a lot of dudes of like things or whatever, right? So anyway, we would have conversations about like when she was stripping, how like her and her stripper friends would like go in these rooms and like rob these like rich old white dudes and like really like rob them. <laughs> like bail on them and next thing you know they're taking money out of their pockets, they drug them sometimes. It's like it's all coming back in this combo now. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you don't think that's somewhat taught like it's not obviously it's not as bad as rape, but it is it's some type of weird like indecency and like assault. Yeah, that's messed I can't up. Explain it. You know what it's like? Uh it's like when you get a computer virus from a website that you go on in your private time and you're like, <laughs> yeah, this is a, yeah, I'm not proud that I'm at this website, but I didn't deserve to get a virus on my computer off of it. Yo, Will, you talk so nice on this podcast. I wonder if I'm allowed to curse. <laughs> right? <laughs> like the way you just described porn was like the most PC PG-13 type of way. A website you go to in your private time. Oh, my God. You know what? what? You're right. It's because I listen to, like, Howard Stern and his, like, 90s radio, and they do have to dance around stuff. And I really don't. I could be like, so, when you go to Pornhub, I could have said that. You know what what actually fucked me is I know that Kia's mom is listening, and that's just in my head. (laughs) Oh, my God. Trying to be considerate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, ego my ego, my mom said that we're too mean to Will, so I'm trying to be nicer, but it's just so hard. No, I love him as a stripper. It's fine. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> <sighs> well are do anything else we want to say about Cardi? Um damn Cardi, why you gotta do it? But I'm gonna still listen to your music, so Yeah, I'm still a big fan. I'm still a big fan of her as a person and as a rapper. Yeah, no, as long as Offset keeps writing her dope lyrics, I'm going to keep listening, too. <laughs> I, I don't subscribe to that. I want to give her complete credit for her lyrics. When I I'm unconscious on a... Whenever dudes say that girls aren't writing their own shit. No, I think Nikki wrote all her stuff. I think Lauren wrote all her stuff. I've listened to Cardi B's mixtapes before uh, before the big album, before Invasion of Privacy. and look, Before she met Offset. Yeah, no. She met Offset, and she had... Uh, Deer and Fox levels of career success. Just a giant jump. Oh, my jump. God. <laughs> no. Look, I'm going to f- be found unconscious on a park bench later this week, so you guys will know what oh happened. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm saying if Cardi wants retribute, I don't know. Um, let's go to uh, another story that I think this one will be equally close to your heart, Kia. Um, your friend, uh, Brianna Stewart, saw a I guess she quoted a tweet there was the NCAA March Madness Twitter tweeted like that face some meme they were like that face when you find out there's no games till next Thursday and then it was a a sad face and Brianna Mm -hmm. Stewart was like yeah there's like eight games in the women's tournament and basically like you guys are part of the problem and then they got a lot of people got defensive on behalf of the NCAA. Here's why I didn't understand. People got defensive on behalf of the NCAA's Twitter. It's not a person. Like, that can't be your friend. It's not like, why are you going after my friend Tom? It's like, this is a faceless Twitter that you guys are defending. Uh, But, Kia, people don't care what I think about it. What did you think about it? (laughs) Um, I thought it was messed up because... All right, so I've seen a couple of sides to this story. So, one... The Twitter handle is NCA March Madness. Now, as someone who was part of the tournament, who was involved in the NCA tournament, that is for both men's and women's. Like, it's all of March Madness. It's all the NCA tournaments, both men's and women. So that's like, yeah, that's messed up. You can't even acknowledge, like, the women's game. But mm-hmm. then on the other hand, I've seen, like, I went to the Twitter account, and it says, okay, this is the info about the men's tournament so my thing is if you're gonna have separate between men's and women's you need to specify that in the twitter handle because if you're just saying ncaa march madness ncaa tournament to me as a female player i'm assuming that's both the men's and women's side so you can't just like have a like i just i just don't think it's right like the NCAA tournament includes the men's and women's side. If you're going to have a men's one, be like, all right, the NCAA men's tournament and make it known in the Twitter handle, just like they have an NCAA women's tournament one. Like, make it two separate ones. If that's what you're going to do, but make it known. Because when you're saying 
oh yeah, there's no games today coming from the NCAA tournament. Like that's fucked up. I mean, that's messed mm-hmm. up. No, it can't, is. It's you both can't of do those. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be like if the Oscars was like only tweeting out best actor, best supporting actor, and you're like. What about Best Actress? And they're like, oh, that's on the Oscars women's Twitter account. Like, well, why would I even think that existed? So that's why I'm like, okay, either the Twitter account needs to specify in the handle, like, we're going to be just updates for the NCAA men's tourney and not the NCAA March Madness or NCAA tournament, whatever it is. Like, that's just stupid. And I I don't know who runs their social media or if it's a group, but I just feel like somebody in the group should have seen like that was wrong or that there's going to be some feedback or some negative publicity from that. Like, I just feel like, how does that get out? Like how? I mean, I think that, uh, one thing, good thing that came out of it is that there was some dialogue I saw that was like, well, this speaks to the bigger problem of just, they're not doing as good a job promoting women's basketball as men's basketball in general. Like, Everybody knows Zion. Most people don't know the best players in women's basketball. Everybody, you know, knows every NBA All-Star. Some WNBA All-Stars are on. Like, I think people are starting to realize that uh, there is a lot of... I don't. You don't have to co-sign this, Kia, but there is a lot of blame to be put on the people that market women's basketball. Because, like, I've been watching more from doing this and then i remember watching as a kid just watching the mystics and stuff and i've heard a lot of other people say i think magic johnson said this that the women's game has gotten like it's such a good uh product to watch and i i'll say that magic johnson said that that was not true 20 years ago so people just need to be aware that it's like it's this great quality Mm -hmm. of basketball like Yeah, the problem is, I mean, this is a whole nother topic, but like one of the biggest problems is that the exposure. Mm -hmm. So we have deals with ESPN and other broadcasting, but when we get kicked off for like cornhole tournaments and like Little League, and I know Little League is a big deal, but when it's our finals. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's just, it's just different. Like we're supposed to have all these big name like supporters and broadcasters, but like we just get booted. (laughs) Like we're supposed to be on ESPN two. They kick us off. We're online somewhere. Like, well, I was just I was just gonna bring up something I was watching on ESPN two. Is uh, I don't know if you guys talked about this last week. I think it happened within the past couple of days. Um, the McDonald's All American shit. Um, the three point shootout. They did guys versus girls at the very end. They did the best girl versus the best dude. Mm-hmm. And she beat him. Not <laughs> only did she beat him, but she beat him just based on the girls in general did better shooting threes than the dudes. Yeah. And then she beat him in the square off. Then in the dunk contest, Fran won. Mm-hmm. I got in an and argument just- at a at a bar show about this same thing. A guy was like, "A guy was like, oh yeah, they don't shoot threes at this." I was like, "Have you what? Do you what is that based <laughs> off of?" No, they actually do. There's like, yeah. there's a woman in the WNBA last year who shot like forty six percent from three or something insane. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question. I don't know if you know this or not, Kia. So they had the, you know, they had her go against um, Cole Anthony, I think his name is, um, to see who would win, like, in a three-point shootout mm-hmm. out of the two champions. Do they? Okay, so the girls, they shoot with the women's balls. I'm yeah. So they just switch balls. Yeah. This is such a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, Eagle. <laughs> So is that is that uh, the question? Okay. That was it. Wait, what oh. was the question? <laughs> oh. I thought there was more. Wait, was the question no. how do they switch balls? I, I assume a ball boy comes I'm out just, and I'm just stupid. I don't know. I'm like, I guess they switch balls really fast. I don't know. But it was cool to see, you know, women dominate both those events. And I I I I kinda there's a lot of arguments, a lot of Twitter, a lot of outrage and a lot of people just talking shit about how Fran won the dunk contest because yeah. dudes were doing like these amazing dunks and she was obviously not doing that type of those type of dunks. She jumped over and a girl in a chair alive. though, right? You said what? She jumped over a girl in a chair though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But at first I'm not gonna lie, when I was watching it, because I watched it live and I remember like thinking to myself like, okay, her dunks suck compared to their dunks. Like to be completely honest, when I was first watching it. 
But then I was watching, uh, I think, the Thunder game later. And one of the commentators was talking about her winning. And they said, you know, a lot of people will be like, well, she wasn't doing windmills over people and da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, but she was doing something we've never seen before. And that's why she won. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's right. It's like, technically, her dunks aren't what their dunks were. But we've never seen a girl dunk the way she was dunking. You ever seen, right. you ever seen how Spud Webb won his dunk contest? He bounced a ball and caught it as like a self-alley-oop and barely got up to dunk. But people were like, yo, he's five foot six and he just dunked. And that's how he won. Well, that's what I thought of. Yeah, I thought of like when Nate Robinson wins, Spud Webb wins. It's like technically their dunks aren't as impressive as the other dunkers. But since we've never seen it before, it kind of is more impressive. Yeah. I mean, I, I go back and forth. I had this conversation last night. To me, I mean, I'm happy that she won. I think it's great for the women's game. But I also feel like. Like, in my ideal world, I would, if I'm trying to be equal, you know, I'm all about the feminism, I'm all for equality, her dunks weren't as good. So I would have gave it to the the guy, and I would have hoped that the guy said, like, the dude who did the windmill over three people would have been man enough to say, like, yeah, I won, but I got to share this with Fran. Like, she did some dope stuff. Like, that's the kind of stuff I want to see because, mm-hmm. yeah, he, wow, had, technically had, he, had, he had better dunks than her. Like, that's not... Like, you can't debate that. But also, like, she did something amazing, and it needed to be acknowledged as well. But I don't want to take away the fact that he did something great, as, great too, just because she's a woman. So, like, in my ideal world, I wish that that could happen. But I'm all for it. Like, props to her. That's amazing, incredible. Like, she did do stuff that women haven't done before. And I think you can't take that away from her either. Hey, Eagle, Yo, remember what you said about women oh, being smarter God. than men? <laughs> What did you say? Remember what you said about women being smarter than men, Eagle? <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, I'm, yo, Kia, yo, thank you, Kia. Because you know what's so cool about Kia saying that? Is even if we wanted to say that, we wouldn't sound right saying what Kia just said. And sometimes you need the person that's within that group to kind of be like, well, this, 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 and that. And then everybody goes like, oh, Yeah. Because, like, even, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, mm-hmm. there's more truth to it when you say it. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Like, she did something incredible, but so did the guy. So it's, like, it's hard to it's hard to pick. But I don't yeah. know. That's just my opinion. What does that matter, you know? I mean, also, it's, like, it is a McDonald's All-American dunk contest where it's, like, you have five contestants who all want to be pro basketball players down the road. So it's, like, this isn't going to be the apex of any of them any of their basketball lives but what you want is you want to be able to showcase all of this crazy talent and i think in in the way in the iteration you talked about like that would do that you would go oh these dudes are doing crazy dunks and oh this girl can dunk like she's jumping over people in chairs have you ever heard the like ignorant ass argument i'm I'm saying because i'm sure it bothers you but have you ever heard niggas be like I mean, I'd watch the WMA more if they, like, lowered the hoop to nine feet. I just want to see bitches dunk on each other. Like, yeah, like, I've definitely I've heard, heard that. that so much. And, like, I I'm mean, it would be pretty fun to see y'all dunking on each other nonstop, like, in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, it would be. But I think it also, the women's game, it's not, like, for that. Like, we don't grow up training to dunk on people where, you know, we try to focus on fundamentals and getting our skills down. It's just a different game. So, I mean, yeah, it would be entertaining. Maybe some people would watch it more, but then they're going to compare our dunks to the men's dunks. Like, it's still, oh, we're I still going to be compared. And it like, would also, that would also, you know, fuck up all the shooting. Like, everybody's yeah, shooting on a 10-foot hoop their whole life, and then you're going to change it. And people act like there's not, like, that's a thing that dudes say, though, when they've never watched, because people act like there's not highlights, and there's, like, crazy passes, and there's tons, like. Crazy passes. And they can yeah. handle the rock like crazy, too. Like, oh, my God. Like, if you don't like dunks, then you know who you will hate? You will hate watching Steph Curry because he rarely dunks. <laughs> that is not the guy for you. Right? I hate playing 2K because Steph Curry dunks so much in 2K. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not realistic. Well, that's because they can't make a guy like a 98 overall and put his dunking at like 40. The math won't work. So they have to kind of flub it. It was like in early Madden, Peyton Manning was a little fast because they just couldn't make him as good as he needed to be and make him that slow. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Well, uh, 
I think that's uh that's everything for us today. Um let's let's tell people how they can how they can follow you guys on social media. You guys can follow Kia at KStokes41 on Instagram. Uh you can follow Eagle at Eagle Wit on Instagram, me at Will Posnan on Instagram, uh the podcast at Hangtime Podcast on Instagram. And if you uh if you guys want to if you guys are working at a company that has a product that you want advertised on the show, you can always hit up the network at advertise at underdogsportsnetwork.com and we'll talk about your product. And you know what? If it's as great as Ridge Wallets, then we'll, <laughs> we might talk about it for five minutes, um, how great it is. And uh, I just remembered through saying that, that we have, we got to talk about uh, Ridge Wallets just a little bit because it's uh, it's our sponsor for this week. And uh, it's a great wallet. I'm sending Kia's is in the mail as we speak. And if you guys mm-hmm. want one, you can go to www.ridgewallet.com slash hang time and you'll get 10% off. Yeah, my homeboys that live in New York, they want one. And oh, I think yeah? they got phone cases. My friend wants a phone case, too. I have to look on the website. Well, so if I they, put them on. If they have <laughs> phone cases, they can go to ridgewallet.com <laughs> slash hangtime and get a discount on those phone cases. Is your Ridge Wallet in Vegas with you, Eagle? Absolutely. I've been using it like crazy. I love it. Yeah, it's kept you out of trouble? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, okay. Big fan. <laughs> Great. Big fan of the wallet. Great. Uh, well, I think that's it for us. And uh, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you guys. I got a love, got a love.